When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, 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 this is the Rich Eisen Show. It's insanity. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. New England Patriots. There's no question every single offensive player knows right now who's calling the plays. And apparently it's Matt Patricia. And his number two pencil will be calling the plays this year. Earlier on the show, from NBC Sports, Mike Tirico. Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer, Rick Stroud. Notre Dame head coach, Marcus Freeman. Coming up, host and comedian, Andy Richter. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. The man side-by-side side with Conan O'Brien for all those years. Andy Richter is here in studio, and uh, I've, I've never met the man. I don't believe. I'm excited. I always enjoyed his sense of humor and watching him on TV, and now he's got a new podcast coming out, Three Questions with Andy Richter Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, we will have more than just three questions for Andy. We, we, we can't just be boxed in like that, uh, and we won't be. We, we refuse to be boxed in with the number of questions. We can't be, and we won't We're not be. on a question count. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, we're not coming off a of surgery, thank God. Right. You know, we're not, we're not being put on a question count. <laughs> um, and so Andy's going to come out here and join us in about 20 minutes' time. It'll be a, a great chat. Good Love times. Um, Chris Brockman, Mike Del Tufo hey, in their spots. Hey, TJ Jefferson in his spot. Um, and uh, you are you there. We did talk about Chris Myers we actually did. a little bit. Oh, now number one with his longtime there. sports center oh. partner, Mike Tarico, Marcus Freeman of Notre Dame football, as well as Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times talking about everything going on with the Buccaneers and Julio Jones joining there. If you missed any of it, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Okay. I've I've told you this uh, for weeks and months, and now it's finally here. And now we're now we're hearing from people to confirm what we all knew and assumed anyway. Um, Urban Meyer in Jacksonville last year was an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> Complete unmitigated disaster. Uh, worst face plant maybe in the history of National Football League head coaching, and there have been many face plants. I mean, uh, the only thing missing from uh, Urban Meyer's face plant was um, uh, wearing, you know, wearing a wearing a neck roll uh, like uh, Pat- Patrino did once upon a time. You know, scratches on his face. You know, it's the only thing missing. But we're hearing now uh, just uh, you know how bad it was, um, and not not like directly, not like calling him out by name, not not doing that, but by talking up the coach Doug Peterson, and 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 this is not like Tyreek Hill talking up Tua, and you could say he's criticizing Patrick Mahomes by doing so, as we've said here, that's not what he's doing. He's not being critical of Patrick Mahomes. He's talking up his guy. 
But just hearing, they're not talking up Doug Peterson. They're just talking about the differences. What's the difference between the two? And it's obvious what's the difference between the two. I mean, Doug Peterson's not going to leave the team um, and stay behind on the bye week. Doug Peterson's not going to kick his kicker. Doug Peterson's not going to bench his uh, running back and then deny benching his running back and then put his running back in the game before that denial because the rookie quarterback has come and said, what gives? That's just three things. No. It's uh, it's as simple as just treating the guys straight up. Josh Allen, uh, Jacksonville's Josh Allen, first round draft choice of his own right, uh, had this to say yesterday when asked the difference between Doug Peterson and um, and all the things that Doug Peterson has changed there. Man, it feels good to be. <laughs> To be a part, you know, just to be a part of professional locker room, not only in the locker room, but when you talk to the coaches, it's a professional setting. You know what I'm saying? It's, you got to hone on to the details. You know what I'm saying? If you're not listening to details, you know, it's not getting on you. It's telling them what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, as guys, as grown men, we need to understand that. And he's puts it in a way we can understand it and grow. He's not getting on us. He's letting us know what's real. And he's talking to us like grown men. It's good to be part of a professional locker room. And he wasn't just a, you know in college last year, and this is his rookie season. He's learning about professional football. And he got drafted in 2019. Chris, I don't know what the town where Mo Green does not have a plaque or a mm. signpost or uh, anything to recall who founded Las Vegas, Nevada. I don't know what that town is saying about the Jacksonville Jaguars. But this has to be. I don't know what their win total is. Um, this has to be 6.5. There you go. Six and a half. 6.5. How many did they win last year? Three. Okay. Three Double years. the amount of wins. Why? You know, great draft. Great draft. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, we're just assuming he's going to improve year one or year two. I don't know. We've seen guys go from year one to year two and they don't have that big of a leap. Travis Etienne's back. This will be the greatest addition by subtraction in the history of the National Football League. Book it. This will be the greatest. Just, again, merely Doug Peterson being who he is and then being who he isn't together will be a monster-sized improvement. Trevor Lawrence, he said something earlier this week. Trevor Lawrence being asked about uh, his head coach being Doug Peterson now and what he's dealing with. It's cool seeing the way he approaches things you know he's definitely a a player's coach in the sense of you know he takes care of us but there's a certain expectation and he knows what it takes to win and to win a championship so there's that expectation which you need from your head coach and the standard that you have to uphold but he also knows how to take care of players he knows what players are feeling like in the spring you know some guys are tight he might take a period off practice or you know a day when you get some extra work he'll throw in a you know an extra period or whatever it is so just having a coach that's been there and done that, coached a lot of teams, um, had a lot of success. He kind of just knows how to read the team, and I think that's really important. <laughs> Do you think we're going to get a player to go up there and to be like, look, it's better because Urban's not here? I mean, it's basically what they're all saying. I know, saying. but I want them to say his you name. You want to say his name? I want him to say his say name. Say his name. I want him to be like, look, Doug is not Urban Meyer, so we're going to be just fine. How about they explain to you what's what's wrong, not not yell at you? 
How bad must it have been there last year? How absolutely bad must it have been there last year? We have no idea. We really need like a 30 for 30. Yes. Just a deep dive. I mean, yes. what if I told you? Like I told you, yes. not to just go down the same lane here, but I'll just do it one more time before moving on. The minute he did not get on the plane yeah. after yeah. the week four loss in Cincinnati. Hey, you were all over that. that was- it was over. Yeah, that was your biggest thing in our group chat. We were thinking about the, the picture. Rich is like, like, wait yeah, a second. Like, yeah, was like, the yeah. girl. Was and Chris, girl. I remember getting yeah. you up like, why is, Rich, why is Rich so worried about this plane? And then yeah. it turned hey, out. It was the plane. Over. Yeah. Why? <laughs> over. Because all the other stuff that yeah. happened at this point last year in training camp, and it happened previously in OTAs, and the, the bringing in Tim Tebow, which I gave Urban Meyer the benefit of the doubt at that point, saying, I oh, show in the locker room what happens if you buy into his if You show me program. loyalty. You show me what you show me. I'm asking for you. This is how I'll take care of you 10 years from now, 15 years from now. And as it turned out, it was a total, another disaster, another log on the disaster fire. Unlike Trey Lance, I do recall you saying that. So all of, all <laughs> of what happened prior to that, just became crystallized. And then there was another two months after that. They had to fire him in the middle of the season. So Doug Peterson being Doug Peterson and being somebody who he's not, together, uh, Vegas is already saying, double the amount of wins alone. Then we'll see what happens when Tom eats ball for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just had to take note of that. Day two of independent study here on the Rich Eisen Show. You guys all hit your yes. uh, tablets last night, I hope. Thank you. Good look. Good. I ain't got Thank no you. tablet. I mean, TJ. I don't know. That's on HR. Uh, Chris, HR, HR can't be responsible for everything. Study no, that's supplies. That's, yeah, supplies. That's, 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 that's not HR. That's not HR. Is that why my monitoring has come up with zero hours logged of independent study <laughs> yeah, from you? You know what they say when your key card doesn't work. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Which Sorry. is funny because your key card doesn't work. Sorry, TJ. I don't have my key card. Liz so, does. <laughs> no surprise that the Arizona Cardinals, Zach Ertz, saying, hey, Kyler knows everything about this offense, and he also knows about the opposing defense, which, by the way, is the crux of film study. Obviously, you got to know your own playbook, and you'll do, definitely look at your own you know, all 22 when you're on offense, but you got to look at the other team. That's where the study comes in. That's where you know this linebacker does this, that corner does that, that safety does this, this defensive tackle does that, that end does this. You 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 know tendencies and you know what's happening, so you could change a play, you can mess with them, you can figure something out to take advantage of what they are showing on film. And clearly something happened. Zach Ertz said, you know, there's no problem with Kyler. Um and Cliff Kingsbury spoke yesterday and said, you know, he hasn't noticed any problem with Kyler Ever, but somebody felt compelled to hire a lawyer, come up with this independent study language, insert it into the contract that Kyler Murray signed. That said, this is what uh, Kingsbury was asked because, you know, Clearly, he's not going to go, yeah, we found a problem with Kyler. He's got study habit issues, playing too much Minecraft. Is that the game? Roblox. I don't know. Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> Definitely not Roblox. <laughs> no, that's my household, sir. Oh, my that's Fortnite. my household. That's where I'm tying allowance time to uh, allowances to, to uh, screen, time screen time and gotcha. homework time and things like that. 
So that's the <laughs> this situation. I'm talking about Arizona's house. Oh, my bad, my bad. So some well, reporter, well, after you know, uh, batting around these questions, then went to say, "Do you, Cliff Kingsbury, do you monitor everybody's study time when they're off Arizona time to use the uh, fast times at Richmond High parlance on their own time?" <laughs> Mr. Hand. Uh, is he the Mr. Hand? <laughs> yeah. Basically, of, of, of other people's time and how they're spending it. This is his response. I, I don't. No, I do not. I don't. <clears throat> I do. Yeah, they don't track mine. You know, like, I'm sure McVeigh's got me beat by a couple hundred <laughs> hours every week. Um, so, I, no, these guys are professionals. They know how to get themselves ready for a game. They know what to watch, um, what they need to watch personally. And so I, I've never tracked it. If Santiago, Chris. Yep. Oh, back. Oh, you're right. No, I know. This is exactly what I was just going to say. Somebody who has been bullied has been told he can leave. Why wasn't he packed? Hadn't called anyone. And if you. He didn't call anybody. If, if you. Okay. Ordered Santiago to not be touched. Why was he touched? Why did he need to be transferred off the base? Why did he need to be transferred off the base? Who ordered the independent study Code Red is basically what I'm asking. That's what they talk about, right? Code Red there in Arizona. Who ordered it? If these guys are professionals and you trust the way that they prepare for games, why why did it need to be in the contract? Is there an independent (laughs) study clause for your quarterback? What are we doing? What's going on here? The hell going on? Why do we need why do we need independent study on that wall? I think you should do the windy thing for this one, Rich. <laughs> why? Why? Uh, you know, uh, it's a very simple question. Now then, we're going to see football games get played. This will all be completely swept under the rug. If Kyler Murray shows up and plays MVP quality football, as we have seen him do, he was the quarterback of the team that finished, uh, that had the longest lasting undefeated record last year. When Murray got hurt and came back from getting hurt and he scored 19 touchdowns, half of them in the air, half of them on the ground against the Chicago Bears, we were talking about him as an MVP candidate. Hail Murray. And then... Well, Hail Murray's two years ago. ago, And then he just went right down to tubes. Without the Hail Murray, I don't think they would have won a game the rest of the year that year, two years ago. They were in that position towards the end of the season. And that's the question. The annual second half of the season post-Thanksgiving swoon, is it because windows get tighter and somebody's, you know, hitting the B button instead? That's the question that has been put out there by the man's own contract. So we've heard the answers, and you're going to hear more and more and more. And I'm sure Kyler, when he speaks... We'll, we'll say, this is much ado about nothing. Of course, I signed it. What do I care? I do it anyway. So they want they want to put it in the contract? Fine. I'm doing it anyway. Of course I'm doing it. What are you talking about? I'm, of course I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, an NFL quarterback of note. I mean, you'll hear that. You'll hear other players come to his aid because they're teammates and they love him. And for good reason, because he's Kyler Murray. And that's the reason why Arizona signed him despite these misgivings. But toes going to meet ball. And any time Kyler makes a bad throw, because it happens, happens to everybody, he makes a bad throw, it'd be like, you didn't see the guy coming. Maybe, just maybe. Only three hours of independent study this week. <laughs> Why? 
was the clause in there if it didn't need to be in there? If you trusted right? how he prepared for games, everyone's a professional. Why can you take money away from him if he doesn't study enough each week? Coming to an Arizona theater near you, a few good tablets, <laughs> starring Kyler Murray. Let's take a break. Crazy. Andy Richter is here in studio. Can't oh. wait to chat with him. That oh. is next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Terrestrial Radio audience is back. Andy Richter, three questions with Andy Richter podcast. We're all podcasts are acquired right here on the show. So the three questions, uh, I know what they are, but I'll give you the floor on what the yes. the questions are for this podcast. They are, uh, uh, where do you come from? Where are you going? And what have you learned? Okay. Um, and they're just kind of, I feel like I had been approached, you know, Team Richter, Yes, <laughs> top-notch professionals that they are, Yes, uh, had bugged me for a while. They said, you should do a podcast. But I always felt, because I have friends that are true, you know, originators of the podcast yes, business, sir. and I still feel like an old man about it a lot, where I'm like, really? The people are... I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay. I listen to Howard Stern. He's been my podcast yeah. for a thousand years. Exactly. So, you know, sure. um, but I still, it's the same thing, like, I can't... Like somebody that's like really super successful on YouTube, that doesn't translate to me because I'm old. I'm like, really? And it's like, yeah, this this guy's, you know, 
outpaced you by earnings by four times. And I'm like, YouTube guy. Like, yeah, yeah, YouTube guy, old yeah. man. Wake Damn up. Stop. Exactly. Um, so when they were telling me I should do a podcast, I resisted. And I was like, I felt like a Johnny come lately, you know, and I just was like, hey, dilettante. And, and I finally thought, oh, what the heck? I'll I'll go ahead and do it. Yes. Um, and so I thought what I really want to do is have the kind of conversations that I would get to have with people in commercial breaks on The Conan Show. Which is like the stuff I want to know about, which is like how many kids were in your family? Yeah, you know, uh, what's your work day like? That kind of thing. And um, and then also I like, you know, I've been in therapy for a million years and I like when people can take the the facts of their life and extrapolate. Well, this is why I'm like this. Right. Because of these things that happen. I think that's just always an interesting conversation. So I want I thought those three questions kind of encompassed that kind of that kind of notion of kind of thinking about where you come from and how it makes you who you are. Um, and so I, I decided, yep, I'm going to do the podcast. And then uh, like a week later, this will tell you about the, 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 the communication over at the Conan organization. Yes, sir. About a week later, I hear Conan's doing a podcast. I was like, Every time. I just was, yeah, I was just, why didn't I say yes a month ago? I could have <laughs> right. beat him to the punch. Uh, but yeah, but you know, it's all fine now. Everybody has a podcast. Well, no, not that is not true. And certainly the guests you're getting are stupendous. I mean, your recent guests have included Judd Apatow, Will Arnett, Kristen Bell, Bill Hader, who's awesome, and Henry yeah. Winkler, who was in that chair about a month ago. What a delightful human He's being. He's fantastic. Oh, and my he, God. He was my first in-person uh after COVID, my post first, right. you know, in person, because you know, pre COVID, it was all in studio, face to face, and then it went to computer, and and he was my first one back, actually face to face. He's amazing. Yeah, I love. And that I guy. just I just talked to Jake Tapper yesterday. We recorded one yesterday. Okay, very good. Um, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get I get really. Uh, Rachel Bilson's on the show this week. Okay. Um, I get really good guests, but it's all you know. I just talk to people that I want to talk to, which mm-hmm. is nice. I don't, it you know, it's not like. Is that why I haven't been on? Is that what it is? is that, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, to be frank. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Straightforward I mean, I'll, I'll drive to El Segundo for you, <laughs> but I'm not having you on my show. I mean, come on. I love that. Andy Richter here on the Rich Eisen Show. Three questions with Andy Richter podcast. And it's funny how you, you mentioned how you're asking questions or you want to know. These are things that you'd want to know based on uh, conversations you'd have in commercial breaks with, yeah. with guests over the years uh, sitting there on Conan. Uh, with Conan, so was there was there ever a guest who overshared and like the commercial breaks coming back and you kind of oh. like had a, you know, you kind of had to be like, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm glad I asked, but I mean, we're coming right back, three, two, one. Like, yeah, is there well, a moment like that sort of thing, Andy? Uh, Something like that, Fabio. <laughs> I Fabio. love that. By the way, if I, I know. I we're this already starting lib, good. If this was a Mad Lib, I know I would have put that proper name in that blank space. Fabio right told us Fantastic. a story on air about a stalker confronting him at a breakfast place where he was having breakfast with a friend. And in the commercial break, which I think he just, I can't remember what the details, but it just sounded like, uh, it it just, it was, it was kind of neutral, but it seemed crazy. Like, you know, the police had to be called and all this stuff. And then in the commercial break, we were talking to him and we said, we were like, that was nuts. He goes like, he said, yes, but I didn't even tell you the, 
He said, I didn't tell on the air the best part that um, she had oh. a, a Ziploc bag full of her pubic hair <laughs> and she dumped it on the table. And I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was on his food or not. He goes, but she must have shaved everything. It was a lot of pubic hair. And then he said, and then when I get out, I get out to the, I get out to the. I know. And he said, and when I get out to my car, my car is covered with mashed potatoes and peas. <laughs> And we're like, what? He's like, yes, covered with mashed potatoes and peas. <laughs> what a strange, what mixed signals to be sending <laughs> to somebody, you know? Mixed signals. Yeah, yeah. It's a great way to Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mashed potatoes and peas. Yeah. Fabio's mixed signals. Fabio's mixed signals or Fabio's mashed potatoes <laughs> and peas could be a great fantasy team name, Chris. You might could have to be. write that down. Could be. You might have to write that down. Could be. Oh, my God. I like that Chris is advertising another show on this show. Wow. But he has a cup That's right my there. Own show. It's his own show. It's yeah. his own show. I know. You know. He's doing his own show over there, yeah. probably. I hear mumbling. <laughs> he's oh going to do it quiet. Gosh. Oh, my God. It's one of those moments, like, I guess, why didn't he say that during the on the I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I'm probably, it, would, it's probably some legal reason I probably just blew it for him. You know, no. so, sorry, Fabio. You know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who was, who was your favorite guest to meet, sit on the couch with? Uh, well, like the you, people Andy? that I'm thrilled to meet, yes. is uh, like it's not ever exciting because I don't say a word to them. I go like, hi. Because I always just feel like, like uh, you know, like Michael Caine. Like, what am I going to say to Michael? <laughs> you know, it's, but I mean, but just to sit this far from Michael Caine and look at Michael Caine is yeah. like, ah, that's freaking Michael Caine right there. Right, yeah. Um, so it would be people like him, like, although there were people like David Bowie um, was local. So he used to do like he did. Re he was, and he also he's just fantastic. Right. I mean, in addition to being a musical genius who gave us like. Some of the best popular music of the last 150 years. Right. He also is like really funny, really fun, and just super nice. Like, I love and that. and and it got to the point where we just got to be chatting with David Bowie. Um, and then there's a, you know there's also just the people that you can't believe. Early on in the early days, because yes. we couldn't, like we weren't getting the big names, so we were getting people like Shelley Winters. Which I, I I'll take a Shelley Winters over an A lister any day. Like a good Poseidon adventure story, uh, oh, you'll take just, that any day. Yeah, because it's Inferno. like yeah, like do you want sort of the same story that you've heard on three other shows, or do you want a literal like ticking time bomb of madness? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the crazy. That would be that's like that's the fun part. But we had so we would get like we had Tony Curtis. Oh my show, gosh, that's so you know? cool! And and uh, Tony Curtis shared something he had in common with James Brown. James yes. Brown, um, yet another person on the show that I did. I was like, hi. Uh, <laughs> but both Tony Curtis and James Brown, were, you know, our studios were on the the sixth floor in Studio Six A. Across the way is live at five. The local news. I remember that. Sure. Yeah. Sue Simmons. And, yeah, Sue Simmons Jack and, Chuck, and Chuck. Uh, yeah, Chuck. Uh, oh, what? What? Chuck. 
Scarborough. Scarborough. Chuck Scarborough. Scarborough. Yeah. Oh, I grew up in New York yeah. City, man. And I mean, they're there again. They're like my neighbors. Like, hey, Chuck, what's going on? You know, how's the weekend, Chuck? Um, but all our dressing rooms are along this busy hallway that right. is a, you know, that like people are running with tapes for news and, you know, and I mean, national news and, yeah. you know, different, you know, prop things are being carted down the hall. Both uh, Tony Curtis and James Brown took a chair and put it in the hallway and sat out in the hallway just watching the come. I don't know, like whether they're just like because the dressing rooms weren't very big. So like, like pagers are walking down the yeah, hallway and people just like are walking. There's in. Tony freaking Curtis and James, James Brown. Brown. Yeah, both of them. It was just weird that they both whether there was some like a some you know claustrophobia or they just liked being recognized. There are there are famous people that really like being recognized, yeah. you know. So you know, whatever. That's whatever. You know, instead of a folding chair inside yeah, Thirty Rock, I don't hold that against Tony Curtis or Jim. they can do whatever they want with their Tony Curtisness. Andy Richter here Brown-ness. on the Rich Eisen Show. How did you meet Conan? How did you ever cross paths with him? Uh, well, we knew a bunch of people in common mm-hmm. already, and if we had never, I, like, and we, if we'd never got connected for this show we would have ended up knowing each other okay um because i haven't figured out and it took a couple years of working with him before we both figured out that we had been at a a yard party at bob odenkirk's house uh like two or three weeks before we met and just didn't happen to you know speak or, uh-huh. or talk to each other get introduced to each other so i i knew robert smigel who is uh, Triumph, the insult comic dog. Yes. He was the original, uh, you know, like head writer, producer of the Conan show. Um, I knew him through a friend that had worked on SNL. And he and I just hung out socially in L.A. Mm-hmm. when he was out here one summer working on the uh, ill-fated Hans and Franz movie. Oh, my God. And he came out here to make a Hans and Franz movie. And, that, and you were on that movie? No, well? no, okay. I just met him. I just met him through this friend, and we used to, you know, drink and drive, basically. Uh, <laughs> oh <God. laughs> um, but, but uh, the, yeah, the Hans and Franz movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, after Last Action Hero, he, he said to them, he's like, I can't make fun of myself anymore. <laughs> So they they just got that was the end of yeah, that yeah yeah because I guess he was going to be like their their fairy godmother or something and, and now that would have been good I know it'd be very heavily it would have oh it would have been fantastic so that's know? how you met Smigel and and that's how I met Smigel was just you know through friends friends yeah. and hanging out and and you know summertime in L A and then uh, Conan got the job and I heard about it just like everybody else did it's just Simpsons writer got this job and I. Saw the clips of his like test interview, um, you know that that he had done, mm-hmm. and and then I got a call from Robert saying, "Hey, I'm going to be working on this show. Would you meet this Conan guy?" And I said, "Sure." And because you know it was a free lunch, <laughs> and we went to Junior's Deli uh, on Westwood Boulevard, yeah. which isn't there anymore, and. Uh, and we just hit it off immediately. We just both were like immediately stupid with each other mm-hmm. and knew. And I, you know, and he also, too, I could just get a sense that I could be as dumb and gross and stupid and silly as I wanted to be. And I knew it was like a job interview, but it did, you know, like when they brought me my knish, I just said, it looks like a. <laughs> and uh, and he howled, and I thought, like you know, I knew that was a risk to take in a job interview, but I was like, 
This is, yeah, I did that for the NFL, and it's amazing they still hire me. Really well, weird. it's a different kind of job, you know. It's, uh, it's, uh, right, right. So, and then we just hit it off, and he he wanted he told Robert told me that he said to Robert, hire this guy, just hire him. And Robert, so let's let him write a, a packet first. So I, right. I wrote up a packet. I was at my then fiance. Uh, his house up in San Francisco, yeah. and I typed. All she had was beige paper, so I had to type up my packet on like beige, beige paper. yeah, like on sort like, of ecru because there was no. But I'm not okay. going to go buy white paper. It's like yeah, it'll still work. So yeah, of course, sent it to him, FedEx it to him, and I, you know, and they liked the ideas. And then I was I was the first writer hired. I was right. I came there, and Rockefeller Center was on the ninth floor. How with amazing about is that? Five I, other people at that point. I you bet. know. Yeah, but, I mean, you go into Thirty Rock and go to work every it, day. Come it was, on, man! I've heard people say, like Stern will say that he feels like that building is kind of anti-comedy, and that he had such an unpleasant experience uh, working yes. at NBC. Right, but it's NBC Radio. Whereas for us, it was a, it was a clubhouse in a national monument, you right. know. And we, it didn't stop us from like dropping things onto the street. Right. You know, and, and like literally one one day, a, a five gallon bucket of Super Balls onto Sixth Avenue is a lot of fun. I bet from nine stories up. Wow, no kidding. Wow, How, did, did we one... waited until nighttime? We but we would throw them out during the day, mm-hmm. and then and it just because they would bounce for so long. I was about to say, well, did did one get back up to the ninth floor? No, or no, they just came, but okay. they just would like bounce, you know, and 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 you just be people walking in the. <laughs> like what just wow. whizzed by me, you know, as a Super Bowl. Um, so I felt I loved working in that building, and I felt I felt it was like a uh, an honor to work in that building uh, for just what that building has meant to television and stuff. It's the same. I would I did the Alec Baldwin match game, mm-hmm. and in that studio, it's a studio in New York City. There's pictures on the walls of like you know truth or consequences. And, you know, like Katie oh, yeah. Carlisle and Joan Rivers doing these game shows. And I just, it makes me feel like I'm like a TV professional. Like, I'm on freaking game shows. The same as Katie Carlisle, you know. I, by the way, I'm such a game show freak. I, I totally love them. I get to host them now and then. So, oh, you know. you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. I was, part of me feels Andy Richter. I was put on this planet to give away cash and prizes. <laughs> I mean, what a... Well, I'm uh, waiting. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I, mean, you know, I, I don't know if we have what any party gifts for you, Andy, but I mean, <laughs> Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, three questions with Andy Richter. I feel like I, I already asked where you come from. Where you're yeah, going. I feel. I feel. I'm like from I'm, Illinois. Okay, very yeah, good. yeah. I'm so from, are you are you a a, a Cubs fan? Cubs or fan. Okay. Yeah, Cubs fan. Although the Rickets make it harder and harder. Uh, <laughs> and, you, and you don't more, mean uh, you don't mean some sort of a virus. I don't. Yeah, I don't mean a vitamin D Ricketts deficiency. Fan. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean the scurvies make yeah, it harder. Uh, no, no. I mean, yeah, no. I mean the uh, owners. Yeah, the no. owners. They just because. You know, having them win the World Series was such a thrill. And I also, too, I'm a late-onset baseball fan. And baseball is the only thing I really care about. Like, all the other sports kind of happen around me, and I kind of, you know, hear Mm -hmm. things by osmosis. But baseball is the only thing that I really became interested in. And like I say, it was within the last 10, 15. It started with I would watch the playoffs because the baseball season's so long. And, you know, it's hard to get really – up for a game in June. Yes. You know what I game mean? Like, 59. Yeah, like what's the stakes, sure. you know? Right. But the playoffs, it's so manageable because there's only a set amount of teams. There's only a set am- amount of rosters that you really have to be aware of, like who is who. 
and it just and there's just something that's just so simple and the tension it's all about the tension and the release every pitch is amazing andy yeah like say game 59 in june uh runner gets on first base with an out and you're like okay we can get out of this inning that happens in october like season's over right guys on first (laughs) absolutely it's 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 a nothing nothing game in the second inning one guy on they walk the leadoff guy. Season's over. Yeah, we're going to lose this game. We're going to lose the play. Like it's it's really a mental well, and it's uh, a, exercise in like a storytelling sense too. As someone who like you know, I mean, aside from Conan work, like I work in television. I tell stories. That's kind of like you yes, know you what I that's what I aim to do. But you've got with every pitch. 20 different things that can happen, and mm-hmm. and it's and it's and you wait, and there's like the slow, like you know rub the nose and then look and, you know, no to the sign. And, you know, it's just this build up and then the throw and it could be a home run. It could be a foul. It could be the end of the game. And it just, it's like in narrative terms, it's just, there's so much that can happen in that simple moment. If you're, you know, actually focused on it and paying attention did to you it have that, and aware of the context. Of did it. you have that cathartic moment when the Cubs won? Like so many. Oh, absolutely. Fans? Absolutely. Although like my brother, who's one of those people, like the last time I went to a Cubs game with my younger brother, mm-hmm. he knew a ump by name to yell at him. <laughs> like he knew like, like that a hole, you know, like, yes. and I'm like, that's a little bit much to know the umps names and to have a grudge against a particular. Ump. It's called study time. I know. I know. But for me, for me, it's so like, that's pretty deep. But my brother, when the Cubs won, told me, he said like, I feel, he said, I feel like I can finally walk away from a bad marriage. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, this has been a bad marriage, and now that this has happened, yeah, yeah. I can. I, they, I've been released from caring. And then, you know, and then like when they do sell all those guys, you know, Javi Baez and Rizzo and Chris Bryant, and they, and I understand, you know, it's business, and they have to do that, and they, that's how it works. But you know, but then it's like now they're gonna, you know, Contreras and Ian Happ are going supposedly. Looks like Robertson could too. It's just, it's yeah, possible. it's just, it's a, it's a bummer, and it's really hard. I mean, again, I get it; it's a business, but it's, it's really hard. It's, it's made me more of a Dodgers fan. I'll tell you that. Well, much. then, yeah, yeah, that's fighting words. I think <laughs> for some people, eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to, I, you know, I always try and go to at least one, uh, cu- uh, do- you know, Cubs at Dodgers. Yes. And this year, and I had tickets this year and got COVID. Uh, very mild COVID, but, okay, you know, yeah. um, but I couldn't go. But I would always, like, there were years, because, you know, I watched the Dodgers, too, uh, and I, there were years where I'd be kind of torn and be sort of like, oh, I want to be here. Sorry um, that. That's all right. Um, I would I would be torn, and then when the Cubs would inevitably lose, I would be bummed, and that would what that was what told me I'm still mostly a Cubs fan. There you go. But it's kind of now, you know, I mean, I did sort of feel like the last, that series, I felt like, would it be so bad for the Dodgers just to let them win one? Let them go back to Wrigley. Wow. You're softening. I know, I know. But I mean, you know, it's like, it's like a, it's like a bully picking on a nerd at this point (laughs) and the Dodgers are playing them. Andy Richter, uh, thank you for coming on here. Three questions with Andy Richter podcast every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Come back anytime. Thank you so much, Rich. Good to see you. That's Andy Richter here on the Rich Eisen Show, the latest gem from a Bill Belichick press conference because somebody asked him the wrong question when we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the program, Lonnie in Los Angeles been hanging on for damn near uh, the whole show. What's up, Lonnie? How you been, brother? Yeah, how you doing, man? Thanks for uh, hanging in there. What's going on? I, I, I want to voice my support for Baker Mayfield. Okay. Baker Mayfield has moxie. If you look at this time last year, all the negative things they were saying about Matthew Stafford, Odell Beckham. Look, man. The Lord is his redeemer, not some moron on ESPN. You can't predict what a person's going to do. Look what happened at the end of the season. Odell Beckham was on his way to being the MVP of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. after all the ridicule and doubt he was. That's true. Matthew Stafford finally got on a good football team and started winning some games. But you treat that tuck rule overrated quarterback like he's got. But everybody else gets criticized and ridiculed. And I, I just don't think that's fair, man. Nate, Lonnie, that's just, you know, uh, I guess part of the territory. And, and Mayfield is, I'm, I'm assuming, going to have this opportunity. And thanks for hanging in for as long as you did. Mayfield is going to have this opportunity. And, and I believe he's got the leg up. They played a full season with Darnold last year. The head coach, as much as he wants to, you know, not say it, and I don't blame him for for avoiding the subject or not talking about it or saying, you know, this is what it is. Matt Rule is 1,000% on a seat that gets hotter every single day because the owner is somebody who's very demanding in his first couple years, as it has been known about David Tepper, and he wants to win now. And I don't think he cares that Brady's in the division. I don't think he cares that New Orleans is New Orleans. I don't think he cares. I think it's time. And he looked, I, he had a full year of Sam Darnold. And, you know, Ben McAdoo's now there. 
on plays. I'm right? st- dude, they 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 as an organization looked at their roster, saw their practices, knew what they saw last year, and with all of that, went and grabbed Baker Mayfield. Now I know it's for hardly anything in terms of a, a fifth that could be turned into a fourth, right? And not even next year's draft. It's two drafts from now. They have to pay him. There's a reason why they did that. Because they're not 100% sold on Sam Darnold. And that is an absolute fair assessment. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done it. In the same way that we're looking at this independent study clause in, in Kyler Murray's contract. If you had no issues with the way he was preparing for games, why did you have to put it in black and white and in a contract where you know it's going to potentially get out? So. I I think it will be Mayfield's opportunity, and man, him versus Cleveland week one is suddenly one of those piece of filet mignon week one games that didn't look that way when the schedule came out, that's for sure. We've got a new segment on the Rich Eisen Show, just in time for the season. We've kind of had uh, we piloted something like this over the last several years. Uh, it's a great, it's a great episode. Well, now it's time. Great now show. it's great now segment. it's now it's time to unwrap it. A new segment called. Let me get this. Let me get this verbiage right. A new segment called today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Roll it. Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Well, we prefer to win. <laughs> In your opinion, what is the headline going into the season? I don't know. <laughs> We're just taking it one day at a time. <laughs> I think this show's going to run forever. <laughs> Do we know who? I mean, it wasn't one of the regulars, right? It wasn't Mike or Tom or Ben Volen or like it wasn't one of the guys who what knows. Do you Billy, right? think the headline is what? Come on, going into you're asking Bill Belichick. Come on, what, can you do my job for me? Oh my, Bill. Gosh. I mean, what? can you come up with a headline? Can you pick out one thing? about the Patriots that you think is most important, even though your entire career, it's been obvious that it's never one thing. It's the collective. It's never one player. It's the the team. It's, it's the do your job. He could have responded, hey, do your job. You you come up with the headlines. We'll play the games. You do your job. Shouldn't he be I'm not like, doing your job for you. Your job. Your job is to make the headlines. Mike, do your job. There you go. That's one of our favorite drops. And then we told him that was going to be a drop, and then it led to one of the greatest drops in the history of this show. I don't even know what an audio drop is. There you go. He's got his own. There you go. What's the headline for this season? I mean, I don't know. I know what the headline is for the season. What? Mac Jones, you're too. Come on, man. He spoke today. He looks like a much more veteran presence he's he looks in better shape he's not a minivan anymore more importantly dude what is he mac and chowder i think you know what i think he is i think he's like um like a hatchback he's kind of like a like not not the full size suv but he's kind of like the midsize the, yeah like a midsize, mid-size. suv with a hatchback yeah. for the first six of the patriots on the road 
Not a great start. Schedule's really Five hard. Five of the first seven on the road. Yeah, schedule's tough. Uh, is it? Let's take a look. So. Let's take a look. I, I think it's pretty tough. At Miami, never never easy it's for tough. you. That's yeah. a tough start. Always That's tough. tough. That's a tough start. I agree. At Pittsburgh. Man. At Acrisure. Are you the first game in the history of Acrisure Stadium? Uh, yes, oh. you are. Pittsburgh look starts on the road. Hey. hey! We're opening Acrisure with a not-so-sure win for uh, hey. Pittsburgh, right? Well, yeah. you think it's going to be Kenny Pickett, but it's yeah. definitely going to be Mitch Trubisky. And then New England's after that. They're home opener against Baltimore. Tough game. At Green Bay. Tough home game. for Detroit at Cleveland. Cool. You'll be taking on Jacoby Brissett. Talk about little uh, homecoming. Maybe. And then home for Chicago on a Monday night. Dude, there's going to be all sorts of evil dialed up for Justin Fields there. And then at the Jets, home for Indianapolis and a bye, after which the Jets are at home at Minnesota. That's a nice little little indoor game for you in week 12 for Thanksgiving night. End of the schedule is tough. I mean, uh, well, 10, you got Buffalo. Weeks. You got your Buffalo you twice. Your, your visit to Arizona and Vegas back to back. I bet you'll stay out here yeah. in the Pacific time zone. That's what they'll, they'll do. Cincinnati, Miami, and then at Buffalo. 10, 11 weeks. Dude, you got. You 10, can you can make weeks. the playoffs again this year. Yep. I think so. I, I would be I shocked. Think so if, too. I would be surprised if the Pats didn't make it, to be honest. Well, that would be the headline of the season if they didn't make it. Well, we. That and we're, be, that and we're looking for the headline of the season. Of the season. <laughs> and they just left Belichick to just drop. You know what? Oh. He, he just <laughs> he, he just dropped a cliche. Uh, we'll just take it one game at a time. That's all I'm going to give you. You want it? What do you want? You want a headline? You want your story? You want your quote? You want your soundbite? Here's what I'll give you: nothing, and then a and then the most cliched one game at a time answer. It's the second day of training it's camp. Like, and the guy wants doing? the whole season. Exactly. What's headline? the headline coming in? What's your headline, Bill? Wow. Here's the headline. Here's the headline. I'm not giving out coordinator jobs. How about that? I want the Lions to keep paying. I want the Lions to keep paying my guy, and I don't want to have to put Patricia on the phone for a mandated coordinator interview every single week if I don't have to, and he doesn't want it, so we're all good. Guess what he is? He's a special assistant. That's your headline. Put that in your headline and smoke it. Special. Oh, a crossover. Someone God, just tweeted I me. That, I want man. Mac Jones is now a crossover, not, oh, a, mi- not miss, a minivan. I miss hanging with that man like I did in NFL films. It was a treasure, <laughs> a treasure. But uh, And now, thanks to uh, I am, we've got a new segment. I think it's a great pilot. Oh, well, yeah. I'm very pilot, excited. Very excited. Give me a great season. Oh, That's yeah, the headline. I think it's coming back tomorrow, just like this show. <laughs> we'll set up Thursday in a sec.